0: Hi, this is Mona, and this is Aaliyah. You are listening to A Devil's Tale. Today's story is a case I have personally followed for a couple years now, and it is heartbreaking. Wu was born in 1994 in Fujian, China. Wu's mother was a high school history teacher. She was the only college graduate in her family and was described to be a very disciplined person. Wu's dad, although not from a well-off family, he worked his way up into a management position in a state-run agency. So in every sense, Wu is from a very typical middle-class Chinese family. Throughout Wu's childhood, he was almost considered to be an academic genius. In China, junior high schools are three years, seventh grade, eighth grade, and ninth grade. Then there's a very important high school entrance exam that basically determines which high school the students get into. This exam that the kids take at about 14 or 15 years old can pretty much predetermine which college they're going to go. Going to a better high school means you will have a better chance of getting higher grades on the college entrance exam, which is very similar to the SAT here. Both the high school and college exams include literature, math, foreign language, most of the time it's English, then physics, chemistry, geography, biology.
1: Wow, so for every subject?
0: Yeah, basically you have four or five days of testing. Sometimes it's two tests per day. Wu graduated as valedictorian of his class at his junior high school, and he had the highest score on the entrance exam. He ended up going to the best high school in Fujian province. A province is basically equivalent to a state. Fujian province, in terms of population, is very similar to California, about 38 to 39 million people. In 2010, when Wu was a junior in high school, his dad died of liver cancer. The family's relatives said that Wu never talked about it much, but they remember seeing him quietly crying and wiping away his tears at the funeral. In 2012, Wu got into Peking University, which is the number one university in China. It is called Beijing University now, and is one of the few Asian universities where Harvard and MIT have exchange programs with. Three years into his university life, he took the GRE, and he scored top 5% internationally. Interestingly, everything started to become a bit weird right around the time he took the GRE. Around March 2015, he dropped out of all of his classes at the university and said he had to go back to his hometown due to family emergencies. He officially stopped going to all of his classes in May and stopped living at the school dorm. Around end of June, Before Wu made his trip back to his hometown, he purchased a bunch of knives, including kitchen knives, a surgical knife, and a carving knife. He also bought desiccant, mold-proof, and moisture-proof materials. In early July, Wu's mother told her colleagues that she is moving to United States because Wu is going to further his study at MIT, and she seemed very excited about this new chapter of their lives. In August, Wu's mother's workplace received an early retirement request letter from her. Wu then hosted a retirement party for his mom, but strangely, she didn't attend her own party. Wu invited all of her colleagues and family members. When asked why his mom wasn't at the party, Wu said due to visa issues, his mom can't travel back and forth so easily from the States. Although weird, a lot of people didn't question it too much. Because right before the party, many relatives and colleagues received messages from Wu's mother's phone. She was asking if she could borrow some money for this big move to America. In total, it was about $200,000. About six months later, on February 5th, 2016, Wu's uncle received a phone call from Wu saying he and his mother are going to arrive in China soon for Lunar New Year. It would be great if his uncle could pick them up at the airport. However, When his uncle went to the airport the next day, Wu and his mother never showed up. His uncle thought it was very weird and started looking up the flight info. Turns out, on that day, there's no such flight scheduled. Wu's uncle tried to contact Wu and his mother but failed to connect with either of them. Eventually, his uncle decided to call the police. On February 14th, which is nine days later, The police went to the apartment where Wu's mother used to live. Inside, they found her body wrapped in 10 layers of moisture-proof construction-grade plastic wraps. Between each layer of the wraps, there were activated charcoal, which is known to remove odor. Inside the apartment, the police also found security cameras connected to a cell phone signal. The police determined that Wu killed his mother on July 11, 2015, seven months prior to her body being discovered. The early retirement letter her workplace received was fabricated by Wu. He faked the letter by piecing together his mother's handwriting from her diary and scanned the letter to make it look authentic. All of the texts people received from his mom about needing money are also from Wu. His mom was already dead by the time he threw the huge goodbye party. Wu killed his mom by hitting the back of her head and face with heavy lifting weights. After making sure she's dead, he piled clothes, blankets, and layers of plastic wraps on her body. Then he calmly installed the surveillance systems and often observed the apartment through his cell phone. Police tried to find Wu by pinning the cell phone signal, but Wu was long gone by then. He officially became a fugitive in February 2016. Wu was on the run for the next four years. He gave himself a nickname, Little Dragon. During the day, he was a teacher at education centers, and at night, he was a male escort at bars catered to rich women. His co-workers at the bar said that Wu's demeanor did not match what they saw on the news. They would never believe he was capable of killing someone. He never even talked back when yelled at by the managers. Wu refused to talk about his family and spent all of the national holidays at the bar. People around him did find some things that never added up, like his accent. He said he was from Hunan province, but his accent sounded nothing like it. It is like saying you're from Alabama with a Boston accent. Mm,
1: That's funny. So he was in China, but the apartment where his mom was dead was in the U.S. or in China?
0: In China. His mom's old address is in Fujian, where he grew up. She's been living there ever since Wu's little. And then Wu moved to Beijing, the capital, for college. So he killed her in his childhood home.
1: And the whole thing about her being in the U.S., I was just made up.
0: I think it was to make people feel like, oh, if they don't contact anybody for the next three, four months because they're in the U.S., it's not that easy. Yeah.
1: And that's plausible.
0: Right. Totally. And also, that's the thing. The school he went to, it is totally normal for kids to end up studying abroad at Harvard or MIT, so nobody would have ever questioned. On April 21st, 2019, Wu was arrested at Chongqing International Airport. He had 30 fake ID cards with him at the time. When Wu made the national news, a lot of his former high school classmates were completely in shock. Some of them said, Wu's existence was godlike to us in high school. He always had good grades and treated us very nicely. Every time when somebody has a birthday, he would send a message in the group chat and he never missed one holiday greetings. In high school, he was able to recite the entire I have a dream speech in English from memory. We were all very sure he was going to be somebody one day and achieve great things. There were a few guys Wu was close with in high school. A couple of them said in interviews that after Wu's dad passed away, Wu has expressed some suicidal thoughts. Wu reached out to one of them post-graduation, but the friend was caught up in the holiday craze. By the time the friend returned Wu's call, he seemed to be distant and no longer wanted to talk about what he was bothered with. Some say he killed his mom because she was a tiger mom and he wanted to break free, but this theory was debunked by all of his classmates. They said although Wu's mom was strict, Wu was very strong-willed and self-disciplined in high school. Oftentimes, Wu would finish homework ahead of time. There was no need for his mom to be a tiger mom. There were many speculations on his motives, Wu actually had a trial on December 24th, 2020, and here's what he said in court. My father was my safety net. After he passed away, I felt very helpless. Mom was a quiet person. I know she wanted me to fully focus on studying, so she never told me anything that was bad after dad passed. She didn't want to burden me with life, but it made me feel very isolated. I wasn't able to move on from dad's passing and felt that this home is forever broken without him. After I moved to Beijing, I began to feel paranoid about everything. I felt my health was declining and thought about death often. But eventually, I wasn't afraid of death anymore. In fact, I believed death was going to free me from this world and allow me to reunite with my dad. I was going to be happy again. I often thought about how to kill myself. One night, I got to the rooftop of a hotel, but it was surrounded by wires, so I couldn't carry out my plan. Then I thought, what is mom going to do if I kill myself now? She's already suffering so much, and she's going to be alone if I'm dead. During my winter break in 2015, I was home, and I should have told my mom about my suicidal thoughts. Maybe everything would be different now. But I didn't. At that time, mom was also experiencing some health issues, and I suddenly remembered this passage I read in a novel. When you love someone so much, you will take care of everything for them. Everything they wish to do but cannot do, you will do for them. In that moment, I decided I was going to kill my mom and myself to free us from this painful world and to be with dad so our family can be together again. In court... He said the reason he didn't kill himself was because his mom's death looked so horrific and it triggered him to remember that his dad loved cleanliness and he didn't want to disappoint his dad. So instead of killing himself, he immediately started cleaning the crime scene. Wu said he didn't have any conflicts with his mom. He realized he was in extreme emotional state and he believed then that was the only way to be happy and it was the most grandiose gesture he could do for his family. He said during that time he was insecure yet extremely cocky. He knows that he's intelligent so he believed he could see through anybody and know what they wanted. Wu also made a lot of references to fictional plots from movies, TV shows, and books. It seems like those storylines had a big impact on him emotionally. When a judge asked Wu what does he think his sentence should be, he said he's fine with a heavy sentence, but since he's young and able-bodied, he wouldn't mind to do some physical labors and contribute to the society. He said he's also writing about his journey, and he hopes the court will give these documents to the public so his story can be used as a warning. A lot of people are not very convinced with what he said in court. Some pointed out that if he really planned to kill himself after, he wouldn't have purchased active charcoal because why would a dead man care whether his mother's body would smell or not? They also felt that his behavior after committing the crime doesn't look like a remorseful man tortured by regrets. Many people believe he is painting himself as a tortured soul who made a huge mistake in order to gain sympathy and get a lighter sentence. Because of COVID and since the first trial was only five months ago, we don't have his final sentence yet. And once we do, I'll definitely update. I saw in another article where they were saying during the investigation, he was very talkative about everything, his achievements and how he lived his life on the run. But whenever they asked or pushed for the motive, at least during the investigation, he was always very defensive about it. He didn't say much. So that whole thing that I talked about that he said in court, That basically was the first time anybody has heard him talking about anything remotely related to motive. Technically, that's the official statement that he gave, but most people don't feel like that's the full picture of why he killed his mom.
1: Yeah, I don't buy it at all. Like other people said, he bought the activated charcoal. But the other thing is he bought these knives, but he kills her with gym weights. It sounds like if you were to be planning this, You would know it would be messy if you were to smash someone's head in with weights. So you would think you'd go with a different method. I mean, to me, that sounds like in the moment, getting heated, getting taken over by your motion and not having it planned out.
0: Right. In some of the articles I found, they said that was the last day of her teaching for that year. She actually came back home from attending her student's graduation. So she was kind of at the corridor taking off her shoes about to, you know, step into the living room area. And as she was bending down to take off her shoes, that's when he started hitting her. Definitely when she wasn't paying attention or had a chance to fight back.
1: And then he never used the knives. He just bought them.
0: Yeah, he never used the knives. So weird. I do believe after his dad died, something switched in his personality. I also do believe that if he got the help he needed then, this may not have happened. Him being mentally unstable definitely played a part in what he did. But I don't think that was the only reason. Yeah. I feel like most people that I know who are suicidal, or even when I was depressed as a teenager, I never thought about killing somebody else. The focus would always be end your own life trigger warning by the way yeah i mean it does
1: sound like he did have depression but i just don't think that was the reason
0: yeah i think he's using his mental health issue as a front
1: yeah just the way he paints it from him trying to relieve his mom if that was your point of view and you wanted to end her life because you thought that was the best why would you do it in such a horrific way i feel like you would do poison or you would do
0: something that's less violent Exactly. And the thing is, I very much agree with some of the internet theories about this charcoal. Because if the true intention really was to reunite with the dad, you wouldn't do any prep about concealing the body because there's no need. You'd be dead too.
1: Yeah, because if that were to happen after the fact, I think it would be slightly different. But because it happened before he killed her, and then that's exactly what he used, it doesn't make sense with what he's saying. seems like he doesn't have a lot of sense beyond himself. He's like the center of the universe and making these decisions. But the other thing is, he didn't say his motive and tell the court. So it almost seems like, did he reserve that part of the puzzle? Because he needs time to
0: think on it and think about how it's going to be perceived. I'm very curious. I definitely will update everybody once I know. We may never know the true motive, but at least we'll know the sentencing.
1: I mean, I think it's clear that he wasn't planning on killing
0: himself, at least
1: not in the way he described it.
0: Yeah, I think that part is no doubt about it. Same. To all of our listeners, thank you for all of your support so far. We would love to hear from you. You can find us on Instagram at a devil's tale. Please say hi in the comment section and feel free to DM us. If you have any story requests, you can also email us at a devil's tale at gmail.com. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe if you have enjoyed all of the stories so far. Thank you so much for tuning in again, and we will see you next time.